Do you shop on Amazon.com? Of course you do. You can now support the Midwest Podcast Network while doing so. Go to Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com and a very small percentage of your purchase will go towards making our network and its content even better. That's Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Bookmark it today. to all that other stuff i kind of wanted to talk about the uh the venom news that we got sure what was it so venom (laughs) (laughs) sony is now producing or now working on the venom movie again but they have decided that uh there will be no spider-man connection and there will be no connection to any other marvel property (laughs) truly a venom standalone (laughs) as standalone a venom movie as you possibly can venom space night one can hope. Did you get that? I have not. No, I haven't read anything new. You should. You okay. just like the title a lot, don't I you? I do like the title. Yeah. What was Space Night before? Rom. Rom Space Night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually found a bunch of those. I remember my, uh, well, I remembered after I found them, my dad found a stack of Red Sonia and Rom Space Night comics somewhere, and he just gave them all to me. Well, and uh, so I, I found them recently, and was like, oh, yeah, cool. Maybe I'll have to read those. <laughs> it's sad that Marvel can't make ROM stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Because he's owned by, like, Mattel Sounds or really something. Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have the first two issues of, of Venom. Venom Space Knight, though, and they're, they're pretty fun. Is it good? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think you would like it. Yeah, I'm trying to get back into Spider-Man. I'm going to read. Because I saw the big omnibus of Spider, um, Spider-Verse, and I went, oh, God, yeah. I want to read that so bad. <laughs> Spider-Man 2099 is it? Are they going to be making a Spider-Man 2099 movie? Does I would lose Sony my mind. Sony have the rights to that? Miguel O'Hara? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I would assume they do. Probably. Can you imagine like a... They just start making all of the Spider-Man movies that aren't... Regular, regular Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. I well, dig it. They're probably going to make a Miles Morales movie eventually. Probably. Yeah. In other, uh, in other brief, really brief here, comic book stuff, did everybody see Kurt Russell? Did we talk about that yet? Kurt Russell got cast in Guardians 2? Like uh, maybe. Real quick, welcome to the Midwest Filmers oh. Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Nick. I'm Tim. I'm a Kurt Russell fan. So, yeah. Named so Willie. Kurt, <laughs> named Willie. <laughs> Kurt Russell got cast in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, he's for sure. Yeah. 100%. Yes. And then also... Um, the 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 paparazzi the pop what do we call them for sure what's the short name for paparazzi the, Razzi. the hip name the razzis the razzis <laughs> the pops the, the pops. pops the pops the, the paps Ooh, the pops the yeah. paparazzo is per- plural yeah, the paparazzo yeah, yeah they uh, they busted uh, old Sly Stallone uh, um, leaving his hotel in Atlanta for the Guardians of the Galaxy set with script in hand so Stallone's probably in the movie at some point which is great because it's a Tango and Cash reunion and I have a feeling that that this is True. all James Gunn's big ploy to make a Tango and Cash sequel like he's <laughs> one step closer to doing that. You know, that's He'd like a dream. A cash He'd make a really good Tango and Cash movie. <laughs> you know who else make it? Uh, Shane Black would make a great Tango and Cash movie, yeah. too. Yes. We can mention quickly in this fake news segment that <laughs> supposedly <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger said after he's done with Celebrity Apprentice, because he's hosting now that Trump is running for president, um, he, has a, he has a meeting on the calendar with Shane Black to discuss Predator. That's awesome. Yeah. I... Do you think that these like older action movie stars are just wandering around with fake scripts to movies that are popular in yeah. hopes that somebody's going to notice? <laughs> I mean, what does Sly need a script for? For Guardians, <laughs> I mean, that seems fair. Can he really have lines? <laughs> that seems fair. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll see. I hope he plays Adam Warlock. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> what if he's Howard the Duck? That'd be great, actually. Yeah, I'd be down. 
Oh my god! Uh, somebody, somebody you... immediately went. I saw the first, the first comment, and I don't like comments on any news articles. But this one was why? Because they're <laughs> well. Okay, I'd say the first like ten or so are great, and yeah. then it gets it devolves. So <laughs> top the top batch there. The, cream but the first one the goes. Top. Ego the living planet confirmed. <laughs> if there's a floating Stallone head in space. I'm 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 down. Yeah. Uh, Maybe James Gunn just wants to make a soldier too. Oh my god! So he's he's getting to know Kurt Russell. <laughs> Somehow Tango Cash is more likely. I feel like James Gunn is, his whole goal in Hollywood now is to make, remake like um. Like Kurt like, Russell B sides, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, like sci-fi properties. What 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 sci-fi movies does Sly have? Uh, Demolition uh, Man, Judge, oh. Judge Dredd, Judge Dredd, Judge Dredd. Um, that train has sailed. I think. I mean, depending on on who watches it, uh, Cliffhanger is kind of a sci-fi movie because <laughs> <laughs> no one can survive any of those things. <laughs> Bring uh, back Leon. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, it would. That would be really sweet. <laughs> I forgot about Leon. Oh, how can you? Oh, he's man. so awesome. I need to rewatch Cliffhanger. <laughs> and Cool Runnings. Leon, yeah, he's he's the guy from the Like a Prayer music video. Mm-hmm. Oh! That too. Yeah. I was blanking on that until yeah. you said that. Those yeah. are his B-sides. Yeah. <laughs> They're just a career of B-sides. <laughs> well. Yeah, good stuff. After all that. <laughs> yeah, who's going to play Venom? Leon. Oh, I don't know. Leon. No. Leon. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, there's no actual like. Uh, they just Sony but came out with gonna the we're it. gonna we're developing a Venom movie that's not connected to Spider-Man. Spinning out one more time, just really quickly. In other Sony news, uh, that Men in Black and uh, Twenty Two is like happening. Yeah, like it's it's a thing that's happening. <laughs> totally so. down. Right. Like I showed it to Nicole, and Nicole's like, "This that's really stupid," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's." That's the point of that to me. Tommy Lee Jones could be really funny next to those yeah. two guys, though. He's like, going to be so grumpy on off. set. That could be really funny. I wonder if he'd be in it, though. He He's got to be. be. I don't know. <laughs> he has to be. He has Confirmed. to be. Please. Like, after the third one, I felt like he was, like... Oh yeah! Done. Oh, he's come back for. Some and if anything, I feel like, like I don't know. Like U.S. Marshals. <laughs> oh yeah. Thank U.S. You. Marshals too. Um. Today we're talking about a bunch of different movies. Yeah, you uh, know if you scramble Venom, it's almost Leon. <laughs> like most of the letters are there. <laughs> Mix on board. Find a place for Leon in the Marvel films, please. Gonna... Leon the Living Planet confirmed. Yes. How's he looking nowadays? I, I was just gonna look him up and see. Uh, he was. He yeah, was. This stat- is a job for Tim for sure. He was statuesque. I mean, so there's no doubt about Tim's that. gonna talk about Eddie yeah. the Eagle, and then I'm gonna talk about Zootopia. And then Willie and Tim are going to talk about London Has Fallen. And then Nick and Tim and I are going to talk about Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. And then after all that, we're going to talk about spoilers for all the movies. <laughs> it's gonna be we're just going to shout out spoilers and hope that you can guess which one. Yep. Um, we should take all of our spoilers and rearrange them into a new movie. <laughs> Starring Leon, we should play that game where where somebody starts the sentence <laughs> and then somebody moves on and finishes that. It's like by, with all, yeah, that'd be fun. But that'd we'll fill it in with a detail from our movie. Yes, ooh, yeah. So like Alex ooh. starts with like, "There's a world of animals that talk," and then Nick is like, "I don't. What did you see, Nick? Whiskey Tango Whiskey Foxtrot. Tango. And he's like, and they fight terrorists or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, yeah. And then Tim says, and they're. Uh, there's an eagle and a Skate wolverine jumping. in mine. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, feedback at MidwestFilmNights.com. Let us know what you think of the nice. show, the things that we're talking about, or, or the things that we talk about. We're also at MFN Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. We're on Facebook, Vine, and all that good stuff. Search for Midwest Film Nights Podcast. Go to Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. You can shop on Amazon, and part of the money that you spend will come to us so we can make our show and network even better. And then even better than that, store.midwestpodcastnetwork.com. You can buy Midwest Film Nerds and Midwest Game Nerds shirts and hoodies and drink cozies. And you can also just donate to the show there, and all of that money will come directly to us. So, uh, yeah. That's all that stuff. Is there any other news? J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons was cast as Commissioner Gordon in Justice League Part 1. Okay. Part two casting TBD. Yeah. It just bones me out. I was almost hoping that maybe they would just say, fuck it, get, get JK back for Jameson. For Venom. Yeah. They Spider-Man. still could. Because he could still, yeah, they could. <laughs> get JK back for. Yeah. <laughs> the Venom uh, movie's still connected to the Raimi uh, Spider Man <laughs> Starring Leon and JK Simmons. Oh, yes. remember let's the rumor for the get it going. Time. Like early, this is superhero hype days back in the day, back on the boards. The rumor for the longest time was J. Jonah Jameson's son was going to be Venom in the third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. Which actually would have made a lot of sense. It would have made a lot man of Wolf. sense. Man Wolf? Yeah. You get yep. that Man Wolf movie? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to start watching Manimal. Manimal? Yeah. That's totally unrelated, but I'm going to start watching that. Okay. I don't know what that is. It's like a 70s show, oh, like okay. early 80s, maybe. Yeah. It's a dude that turns into animals and fights crime. Good to know. Like Animal Man? He's basically. James Bond, but he turns into animals. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch the old Swamp Thing show. Because I used to watch that when I was a kid. And the whole thing is just a weird, like, nightmarish blur. <laughs> is it called This Old Swamp Thing? Yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah. They used to have, like... In Europe. The commercial for it on USA it used to, like, they, they would sing Swamp Thing to the tune of Wild Thing. Mm-hmm. They'd go, Swamp <laughs> Thing! <laughs> Genius. Remind me to tell you guys of a trailer I watched for a show starring Rick Springfield in like 1982 <laughs> called High Tides, and it went on for like three seasons. <laughs> and he plays a beach cop. I, we we we'll talk about this later. We'll take this one. All right. Okay. I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. All right. Well, I guess we can probably move yeah. on to talking God, about. What kind of Gordon is J.K. Simmons going to be? I don't. I don't know. It's weird. Like, is I mean, a gonna, grumpy one probably. Yeah. Are they going to give him a hairpiece? I say flat top. Like to the end, like his yeah. his uh, his JJJ flat top was it's it oozed authority. Yeah, it was yeah. on point. I really wanted Brian Cranston to be Me Commissioner too. Gordon. Me too. That would have been pretty cool. JK, yeah. They gave Cranston the job for one of the animated movies, but yeah, for Batman Year One, yeah. and he was really good. It almost yeah. Anyway. I was thinking he'll be good. At, he's never bad. I love JK Simmons. Yeah, so it's not like it's. I'm, I'm just kind of thinking of the way he'll play it. Yeah. He's probably going to be that really old, tired, like just beat down. Yeah, at that pretty point, much like every character in this movie. Because we've got a super, uh, super old, but an older Batman. Uh-huh. This is for Justice League, not the Ben Affleck Batman. Yes. Right? Correct. Okay. I guess it could be both, though. Yeah, presumably. Yeah. Which one comes out first? Justice League does. Oh, really? Unless Batman v Superman flops and they somehow they push it they back. Go Batman. But they're already in pre-production on Justice League. They just go Batman. Yeah. Batman. Straight Batman. Batman colon Justice League. Batman colon Wonder Woman. (laughs) (laughs) He's literally in it for four minutes. Batman colon Cyborg. Oh, Denny's came out with their Batman v Superman menu today. I didn't get a chance to look at it. Who did? Denny's. Oh, Oh, you can always count on Denny's, man. (laughs) We never did do the Fantastic Four menu. No. You you never did the Super Scroll. That's why we're still alive. 
So yeah, the Wonder Woman one was like a it was some sort of cupcake treat. It looked really good, but it's also it Jenny's, just give so. you an empty plate. Yeah. <laughs> Turn invisible jet cake. Oh, it could and they could wrap a they could wrap her lasso. They could wrap a spaghetti around. Yeah, there you the go. Plate. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Call us up, Denny. Superman witch. <laughs> oh, All right, man. Batman witch. Let's do this. All right, Tim. Do you want to talk about Eddie the Eagle? Why not? How was it? Um, it was good. Yeah, I liked it. Um, did you see Kingsman? I did see Kingsman. Okay, I liked so, Kingsman quite a bit. Yeah. And you and you did you enjoy Taron Egerton in this as well? Yes, he's um really good. He's probably well, it's hard to say he's one of the best parts. It's basically just him and Hugh Jackman yeah. kind of bouncing off each other. There's some one of the of two th- best parts of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> the other being Hugh Jackman. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's pretty much by the book sports story. Yeah. Um and I kept thinking like, oh, this isn't going to work because there's some pretty heavy-handed stuff through it. I'm like, this isn't going to work. This is going to work and then it totally works. <laughs> <laughs> like it totally worked on me. And but a lot of it it's kind of like a romantic comedy in a way where you have to like the two leads to just start forgiving things uh-huh. that might be a little bit heavy and they're both really really charming and likable in this so and yeah based on a true story from like the um i think it's the 88 calgary olympics um of a ski jumper he's a he's a skier who um can't make it onto the british olympic team and he finds a loophole basically because it's always been his dream to be in the olympics he finds a loophole that will allow him because there has never been a british ski jumper all he has to do is land one jump to make the olympic team so he lands it and the rest of it is them kind of putting obstacles in front of them. They're like, no, you have to land it from this height now. So he has to do it that. And he ends up going to the Olympics. And spoiler, if you don't have, <laughs> if you don't have access to Wikipedia or if you're under a certain age. I so I was, my dad knew it. My dad's like, I know that guy. I was going to ask you because I think we had talked about it last week. I saw the trailer for that movie and I yeah. felt like I had, I had seen the movie. Did did you feel that way or is there is there really is there more to it? Like is it? I'm trying to. I didn't see the trailer actually, okay. um, but I'm guessing you probably saw the important beats. Yeah. Um, but I think there is a lot of nice. Uh, the two performances are very okay. Are good enough. I think I wouldn't rush out to see it unless you're a fan of these type of movies. Um, I think you kind of know what you're getting into with this. But as far as like sitting around watching it on TV, I, there are worse things you can watch. I mean, it's really nice, pretty inspiring, um, funny. It, it's got that. It's got a really fun soundtrack as well. Okay. Um, not just the the music they used because they use a lot of like it's kind of like this weird like soft rock score, and it fits because of the time period it's in and kind of the type of movie it is. Because um, it is kind of it is a little bit cheesy. So I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I'm trying it's to. It's Matthew Vaughn and the director. I don't know anything else. Though. Yeah, I was looking him <laughs> up because I kept thinking <laughs> that. It's, his name's Dexter Fletcher. Yep. And he... Matthew Vaughn produced it, I should say. Yeah. And he has been in, I believe. I believe he's an actor. He's been in, like, Lockstock and Kick-Ass, um, yeah. from what I can tell. Dexter Fletcher? Yep. Yes. Do you know him? No. Okay. He... I'm just trying to think of... Never met the guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I have a question. Yeah. As far as playing... Cody. Underdog Olympic hopefuls. Who is better, Taron Edgerton or Leon? <laughs> and is Hugh, oh Jack- is Hugh Jackman better than John Candy? They make a cool writings reference in this because it's the same Olympic Games. Full circle. Because um, they go, 
I can't remember because he's kind of a uh, he's kind of a sensation there. And then someone goes, "Yeah, it's like him and that Jamaican bobsledding team." <laughs> so they make be. a cool running reference. So it's like you could watch the two concurrently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like this whole Calgary <laughs> a Calgary Olympic shared universe. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Cool Runnings. No. Did Charles Dance to. show up at the end and say, let the games begin? <laughs> or at the beginning, I guess, when the torch lighting happened. <laughs> Would have been more appropriate. I will edit him in. I will Good. Just yeah. edit it. Good. Yeah. It was super cut of both movies. Yeah. Evie or Ed, someone's going, I smug gold. <laughs> There's gold in them. Hills. Shared universe. <laughs> yeah. Sony's like, how can we put Venom in here? <laughs> in the Calgary Olympics shared un- cinematic universe. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you yeah. for... Seeing Eddie the Eagle. No problem. Um, you, he, oh, wait. We'll get into the, my spoiler. I've got one spoiler. For okay. It. All right. The, you can, yeah, you can look at his Wikipedia page for more spoilers. Okay. Cool. Uh, I saw Zootopia this weekend. Um, that's the latest from Disney Animated Films or whatever that wing is called. Um, Death. It's. It's really good. It's great. It, it belongs up there. I haven't seen Frozen. That's the only one from this tenure that I haven't seen. But with Big Hero Six and um, and uh, Wreck It Ralph, Wreck It Ralph, it's it's up there. Wreck It Ralph, I think, is still the best. But it's it's quite a good movie. It's really fun. The cast is is great. There's a lot of funny jokes in it and some good puns. The animation's great. It did elicit Alex's tears. I did actually cry in the theater. It was it was good. And it was because of like it was a really emotionally poignant part of the movie. And it, it, it like came like that. It came like that. And it was good. I can talk about it in spoilers. But No, don't. Okay, fine. I won't say anything about it in spoilers. Um <laughs> I read a tweet from somebody after they had gone to see the movie and they were like, if the Disney Channel doesn't make like a half an hour, an hour long procedural out of the show and put it on Disney Channel, then they're being really stupid. And I totally agree. It's the perfect format to like take the procedural genre of TV shows. Law and Order. And yeah, like take and make a Law and Order Disney film show. It works perfectly. Jason Bateman's a lot of fun, and Jennifer Goodwin's a great uh, a lead lead to the movie. Um, she's from Once Upon a Time and some other stuff. Is she the one from House? Yes. Yep. No, that's no. Jennifer Morrison. My yes. Oh, Jennifer Goodwin. Yeah. Oh, she's Goodwin. From- she's from Big Love. She's the youngest of the Paxton wife, wives, wife, wives. The third Paxton wife was, yeah. What third. would the third be in like the Greek characters that we designated? Never mind. <laughs> well, we don't do Greek. She, she's not Paxton wife. Oh yeah, I guess we don't. No, yeah. Uh, yeah Jan Triplehorn is is Paxton wife prime. That's if we're talking like calculus, it'd be triple prime. But mm. no, that's not. <laughs> not it doesn't quite. Ring Shouldn't as be well. accurate. We need to Hollywood it. It needs to be inaccurate but sound better. <laughs> Anyway, gamma, sorry. Paxton wife gamma, Paxton, Paxton wife theta. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like three. The kids will buy it. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Continue. <clears throat> the animation's beautiful. It's it's just it's a it's a great movie, and it's it's funny because I watched that, and then I also went and watched uh, Remember the Titans, which mm-hmm. I had consequently remembered as soon as we got like 20 minutes you remember the, movie, the titans that i remember the titans and i had seen it in school at some point as we've mentioned previously on the podcast so i did learn not to be racist but um good but both movies kind of like there's a lot of kind of very thinly veiled racial overtones in zootopia 
talking a lot about like predators versus prey and certain kinds of animals being uh, uh, untrustworthy because of the animal that they are mm. and that kind of thing. So it was kind of a good companion piece for that, and I think it's kind of like there's there's good morals behind behind uh, behind Zootopia as well. So, how I was the short that, before Zootopia? There was no short because it is the longest movie since Fantasia that Disney Animation wow. has put out. How long is it? It's an like hour, hour and forty one. Whoa! Yeah. So yeah, they didn't have. I was, <laughs> Bring I was, your coffees. I was wondering that. I was like, "Is there going to be a short before this one?" And then it went just right s- straight into it. So I was a little disappointed, but then I was like, "That's okay." That reminds me of just the runtime for what's the runtime for Batman vs Superman? It's pretty heavy, isn't it? It's two and a half. Yeah, like when our Civil War is two and a half too, and I'm like, Jesus. Yep. That's yep. how it is. That's how it goes. One other thing, there's somebody, apparently there's uh, Alan, Alan Tudyk, who's been in all of these movies because they're in love with good old Tudyks over at uh, Disney. Oh, that's cool. But Alan Tudyk was in um, Frozen playing the Duke of Wesselton who gets called Weaseltown. Okay. And then there's he plays a weasel in this movie <laughs> called Duke Weaselton. That's good. And they call him Mr. Wesselton, and then he's like, no, it's Weaseltown. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's cool. But Was good. he in Wreck-It Ralph? Yeah, he was yeah, King Candy. Oh, was he really? Yeah. That's cool. And yeah. then where was he? Big in, Hero uh... Six. I can't. I don't. I don't remember where he was. I'll okay. take a look. But I never saw Big Hero Six. How was it? It's it's good. It's a. I heard really good things. Yeah, yeah they're actually going to make a TV show right that. now. But um, I saw Wreck-It Ralph and Frozen. They're both good. I haven't seen Frozen yet. Yeah, it's I tried. I have no complaints about Big Hero Six, but yeah, go see Zootopia. Definitely worth checking out. Sweet. Uh, he was the villain. He was Alistair Cray. Okay. And Big Hero 6. Spoiler alert for Big Hero 6. Sorry no, about that. Right. Don't go watch it, Nick. Um, so next up, I think we've got London Has Fallen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that falls to Willie and Tim to talk about. It has fallen to Willie and Tim. How did, how did London fall, guys? This is, uh, this is two Gerard Butlers in a row. Yeah, yeah. so this oh, is boy. the second week of, of embarrassingly wonderful Gerard Butler films. <laughs> um Oh, yeah. Gerard, so, so this is a sequel. I forgot to all a- about that episode. <laughs> I was like, he wasn't in The Witch, was he? <laughs> he was The Witch. <laughs> Whoops. This is a play, se- He played Black Phillip. <laughs> <laughs> Might have, actually. This is the sequel to Olympus is Falling, yeah. which I had zero interest in seeing, and I think I rented it when it came out. I didn't see it in theaters. I know that for sure. Yeah, okay. But pleasantly surprised by it, it was like this awesome kind of diehard throwback where like he plays this rough and tumble, you know, hero that like talks shit to the villains and then like murders them brutally. Yeah, and a lot of head stabbing. A lot of head stabbing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I actually watched it after I saw London Has Fallen. I watched re- it again. revisited, yes. And he stabs seven people in the face or head in that movie. <laughs> um, I think it's seven in the first movie. Yeah. So yeah. So London has fallen. The, the stakes. The, the stakes are higher. It's not just Olympus that's in trouble here now. It's the Olympus it's, is the White House. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just oh. being a smart ass. No, I just wanted. I, I, he wanted so to nobody's confused yes. here. <laughs> yeah. He's, it's, this is not. This is not a Let, period not piece or mythological. Yeah. So would you say not, that another way to say Olympus has fallen is that the White House is down? Yes. <laughs> But I saw both of those. This is better. <laughs> Have you seen both? Yes. Have you seen White House Down as well? You prefer White House Down, right? I did until I watched Olympus Has Fallen again last <laughs> week. And I went, what was I thinking? Yes. But the best thing about White House Down is it's fun. But the best thing about it is Jamie Foxx's weird Obama. It's so impression. weird. It's so weird. <laughs> Channing Tatum's the, the yeah. Yeah, bodyguard Channing Tatum and, in that. Uh, yep. Okay. It, Olympus Has Fallen is better. It's more violent. 
It's brutal. It's <laughs> yeah. a slasher movie from the perspective of Korean terrorists. Like, oh my god, there's a man in this White House and he's going to murder all of us. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. I feel like they have to make... They have I mean, it kind of is, right? Yeah. They have to make, like... Parliament is down. Planet now. has fallen. Plan- no, no. Parliament- like I, yeah, like Channing Tatum has to make his version of. Oh, oh, oh I see what you're saying. Now. Okay, I'm sorry. Like I would say can't. okay. I think the sequel of this should be Planet is down. Well, no, Planet that's okay. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. I with think that. they should both exist. Yeah. Yeah. Moon, Moon is down. Yeah, Moon, yeah. Moon, Moon is- Lunar, Lunar, Lunar has fallen. Yeah. Absolutely. I was thinking so. Jamie Foxx could play the British Prime Minister. <laughs> oh, what I do say. Um, so, okay, so London has fallen. So, yeah, the stakes are higher. We've got a huge terrorist plot this time. They are, like, it's like the most racially insensitive movie, but, like, more so than the first one even. The first one's a little racially insensitive. This one's really yeah, racially this one, insensitive. Yeah, this one, like, if you thought the first one was, you're like, eh, If you're offended by the first, first one, one, don't go see this. <laughs> you'll be offended. I thought it was hilarious because I walked in knowing what I was getting, and I'm like, I don't, anybody who could be offended by this, honestly, it's like, who cares? This is so stupid. Like, yeah. But it's great. It's a lot of fun. Lots of stabbing in this one, too. They actually make a point, like, a, a point. Uh, to like point out the knives frequently, yeah. like it's funny. Like he's he, like he could go in with a gun, but he's gonna take the knife instead. Yeah, um, there's a good joke. Yeah, what what was the the knife joke? Are you talking about the? Oh, you're talking about the, oh, you're talking oh about the, yeah. I don't want to. Sp- yeah, we won't talk about the, about we'll, that joke. We'll yeah. the joke right there's now. a really good joke, and it's not funny at all. <laughs> it's horrible. It, it doesn't. Yeah, it's bad. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, so basically, yeah, they're, they're, they're killing all the world leaders because, like, they're all in one spot at the same time, which is London. And Gerard Butler's like, I'm not going to let this happen. Yeah. And he kills a lot of people. A lot of people. Sounds pretty good. It's it's fun. Is Do, do you notice the lack of the fuckwa? Oh, yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah, and here's... This. I should say Antoine Fuqua, <laughs> Antoine Fuqua. Uh, directed the the first movie. Yeah, this is, this is one of those sequels where it's it's... Clearly handed off to somebody less experienced and less... This yeah. is a this shot. Is, this is, at times, a very shoddily made film. It, it is. It Babak Nahafi, Najafi. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, there's there's talent there. I mean, the guy can sh- can shoot an action scene. There's a couple of really, actually, pretty solid action scenes in here. There's a car chase in particular that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Um, but there's a weird, like, there's a level of... There, there is an actual, like, feeling of scope in Olympus Has Fallen that... This one, this one feels like a direct-to-video movie. Oh, absolutely! A lot of the time, well, when they want to show you how big the threat is, basically what they do is they show a shitty uh, CGI version of London, or actually just an aerial shot of London, and and throw explosions and after effects on top of it. That's yeah. basically what the show. The scope. The rest of it, yeah. Weirdly enough, it feels smaller despite the fact that it's big. It's supposed it's, to be bigger. Yeah, it's very smaller. Yeah, it, yeah. It, a lot of it feels. I mean. There are parts where he's roaming the streets and nobody's on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's zero people out and about. Yeah. yeah, and I get maybe because there's been an attack, but there will still be people all over the place. Yeah. And it just it, a lot of it. It just feels really small a lot yeah. of the time. So yeah, Fuqua is Fuqua as much as as much as we poke a little funny. He, he's a um, he's a good action director. Yes, and this, very much he knows so. what he's doing. He does know what he's doing, and yeah, like uh, and he he makes it feel bigger. He made Olympus. There are higher stakes in Olympus. It felt fall. like it. Yeah, yeah, this one, this one, weirdly enough, plot-wise, I guess has higher stakes, but it doesn't feel like that. It feels like all. a more. <laughs> it feels like a direct-to-video sequel. And I way. hated the villain more in the first one. Like I yeah. was, I like, I'm like, get him, Gerard. This yeah. one, I was like, I mean, I didn't like him. He's an awful a terror, human being. Yeah. But like, I didn't. <laughs> I don't know. Like, there was no. I think part of it is the kid in the first one helps having yeah. the kid be like like he has to get that little guy out because he's, yeah. he's an adorable little kid like yeah. get him out of there he's in danger so not as kid I, like in uh, White House down I think though 
might be more adorable. You might be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chain Tatum, right? Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, uh, James Woods. James, oh, God. <laughs> Do you remember James He's Woods? in that movie. He's, <laughs> He's the villain. Spoilers. Yeah, he is. yeah, I was about to ask, oh, is he the villain? <laughs> He's the well, villain. okay, and I'm, I'm about to lay out one spoiler for London Has Fallen. If you're upset about a spoiler from London Has Fallen, just calm down. Okay, <laughs> is the British guy that winds up being, I won't even say who it is, but is there? there's a British guy in the movie that winds up being a traitor. Is, yeah. that, isn't, is that not the guy who's a traitor in everything now? That's no, the guy from Sherlock, uh, right? No, it's not the guy from Sherlock. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not. Nick would remember his whole name. Because he looked just Spectre. like that guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. he does look Andrew, a lot. Andrew, uh, whatever his name is. Yeah. This yeah, guy looked a lot like him. From Sherlock. Yeah, yeah. no, this is, it's not the same guy. Because I looked at him and went, this is fucking, this guy's the, the traitor. <laughs> like, obviously, it's the guy from Sherlock who's a traitor in everything. Uh, is, it, is it this guy? Yes. That's what I would assume is the guy who was the evil. All right. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you guys buried the lead in that Colin Salmon's in this movie. Uh, yes, Colin Salmon's in this movie. I wish he got to kick some butt with Gerard, though. Who is that? Uh, star who? of the original Resident Evil, the guy who gets cubed. Oh, yes, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost I want Resident Evil when he popped yeah. up. <laughs> Why is he not in more stuff? I like him. Like yeah, You guys like need like to watch him. Master of None, where he plays a fictionalized version of himself. Which is so crazy it's to me. It's fantastic. He's also in Dinotopia, <laughs> so check that out. All right. Yeah. Not Zootopia, though. Dinotopia. Okay. What's his name? Colin Salmon. Like salmon, like the fish. Colin? Yeah. yeah. Salmon? Okay. C-O-L-I-N. What else do I know him from? Uh, He's in a Arrow? lot of... Did you... No, you didn't no, watch No, he is in Arrow. Arrow. Uh, no, I know him from Arrow. Okay. Because uh, I watched the first couple episodes. Resident Evil. AVP. Oh, he's in Die Another Day. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and the world is not enough. Oh, Punisher Warzone? This guy has a fantastic career. It's really good. <laughs> oh. He needs more work, though. I like the guy. Totally. Like, I could see him doing other stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Oh, yeah. So do we recommend it? Oh, I mean, if you like the first one, if you're looking for just a good time, like a popcorn chewer, oh, yeah, this is this is fun. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's as good as the first one. No, but... no, no, no. The first one's leaps and bounds. Because yeah. I watched, like I said, I watched it right afterwards, and I was like, it's way better. Yeah, movie. the first one's like a good action movie. This one's just kind of fun. Yeah, in its own yeah it's kind of silly. It's, it's um the first one is actually, honestly, like, I'd say it's like second tier action movie. Yeah. This one's kind of a couple more tiers down, yeah. but it's still fun. So I guess I'll wait for Buckingham Palace's down. <laughs> yeah, you gotta wonder what the sco- like what the scope of the next one's gonna be. I mean, it's gotta be bigger, right? Yeah. Country is down. Just a country. Well, I, I'm not. I, I'm not. We're getting want, fallen and the, down. Yeah. Oh crap! Yeah, Willie, <laughs> it's I'm your make, fault. I'm making jokes here, Willie. <laughs> so, uh, Get on the level. What's the, I what's want the good... Channing Tatum version of the movie you just talked I about. I don't want that. We were just I want talking the about Gerard Colin Butler Salmon. Version. I haven't seen either. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big fan. He's in London Has Fallen. Yeah. Nice. Nick, yeah. Nick just returned to the room. Everybody. Him and Eckhart. Sorry, I didn't mean so, to break so, the... so he missed the, uh, <laughs> he missed the, the Yeah, way to Salmon pierce up. the veil. <laughs> I, I was here the whole time. <laughs> totally, uh, totally unrelated. I'm going to do it anyway because I'm really good at this this episode. I watched Executive Decision right afterwards, too, which is also a delight. What is that? It's um, Steven Seagal, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. B.D. Wong with a flat top. <laughs> um, John, Leg- John Leguizamo, oh. Oliver Platt, yeah. and Halle Berry trying to like intercept a plane with terrorists on it in midair. It's so And they're hiding good. in the plane while the Sounds terrorists... fantastic. You need to see this. All right. Okay? B.D. Right. Wong, flat top, Leguizamo. Yep. <laughs> Sold. Those are my trigger words. Yeah. <laughs> flat, to- flat tops, B.D. Wong, John Leguizamo. <laughs> Bee Gees. Yeah, there you go. No soundtrack by the Bee Gees. We could edit that, though. Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. All right. Thank you, Willie and Tim, for seeing London Has Fallen. Really good review, I thought. 
<laughs> it was pretty solid. It was pretty solid. Bunch of I, I loved every moment yeah. of it. <laughs> uh, so our final movie that we're going to discuss until we get the spoilers for all four movies, uh, plus remember the Titans, um, is Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. I guess I guess I'll do the uh, the whole uh, you know director and all that stuff as we usually do for these kinds of things, but. Uh, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot was directed by Glenn Ficarra and John Requa, the people who directed Focus last year and Crazy Stupid Love a few years ago, and I Love You, Philip Morris, a few years before that. Uh, the movie stars Tina Fey, Margot Robbie, Martin Freeman, Alfred Molina, Christopher Abbott, Billy Bob Thornton, Nicholas Braun, and more people. The IMDb synopsis says, a journalist recounts her wartime coverage in Afghanistan. Um... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty, the plot of that movie. Pretty brisk. Um, so Tim, you saw this movie a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Two weeks ago, got a little preview screener. Uh, Nick I, and I yeah. went and saw it on Sunday. Um, so Tim got to see it for free. So don't listen to his opinion. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's completely colored. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, these we all enjoyed Focus quite a bit last year. Yeah. And this is their follow-up movie. Tim, what did you think about... Oh, no. I'll throw it to Nick next. Oh, hey. Yeah. Nick, what did you think of Whiskey Tingle Foxtrot? Um, you know, I think I had a good time. I think I had a pretty good old time. It's a... <laughs> Poster quote right just there. a pretty good old time. Pretty good old time. The, yeah. Um, it's... It's kind of a tricky movie to review because I feel like I'm I'm supposed to supposed to view it a certain way like with anything inherently political in nature especially like modern politics especially pertaining to the middle east like i think you're supposed to look at it a certain way Mm -hmm. i don't think i looked at it that way because that's not really what the movie's about even though that's what the movie says it's about and that's what the author of the book said the movie was supposed to be about it's really not what it's about yeah um it's a really tricky movie to re- to review, though. Like you can you can watch it for sure, and then feel how you feel about it. But then, like if you're trying to think about it critically, it's hard. Uh, I think I really had to decide like what what hat are you going to wear when you're thinking about the movie. Like you know what I mean? Are you like a middle class white person whose life is kind of boring, or are you like someone who's interested in journalism and like the ethics therein, or are you interested in the political situation over there? There's all these different hats, and uh, the movie never really commits to any one hat. They're all just chilling on the rack in the writer's room. So it, I don't know. It was good, I guess. It was just confusing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the things that I was that I had a little bit of trouble with. I wasn't really certain what the, um, like, because it's a movie that's supposedly based on real life, mm-hmm. there's kind of, like, concessions to the ideas of incomplete character arcs and and just not particularly concise storylines that i think you have to kind of well I don't, I don't know if 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 the fact that it's based on a true story is means that i should be able to, to that i should have to discount those feelings when i watch the movie but i think that well i was when i was trying to think of my initial thoughts i was like thinking to myself well you know uh, i just think the movie didn't really commit to what it wanted to be but that's what I've said about like the last five movies we reviewed, <laughs> and so now it's like, is it all these movies, or or is it me? Are you not is, committed is, to is, who you want? <laughs> is the abyss gazing back? <laughs> I don't know, because I, I, I when I initially left the theater, I, I like knew how I felt about the movie, and I was like, yeah, I, I laughed, at, you know, throughout it, and I felt engaged in the characters, and 
I, I had a pretty good time with that movie, and then I started thinking about it more, and, and I was like, well, did it did it achieve what I, what I think it set out to achieve, and, and did I get out of it what I wanted to get out of it? And I'm not really sure. And I, I, I wanted to do some reading on the real-life woman, because I, I, I will say, the movie definitely it made me want to read the book, for sure. Okay. Like, it definitely made me want to read more about uh, the real woman and the real story and the real events, so that's good. It yeah. definitely made me want to look into it more. Uh and but but then I did some reading about it and I was kind of like oh well it's a uh, you know a good enough job I guess there's some inaccuracies <laughs> as you would expect it's very Hollywoodized yeah uh, I will say I didn't really like the ending I didn't like not like the literally the ending but it's just very neat it's just the whole thing is like super happy like which seems remarkably inaccurate to how anything could possibly happen considering the circumstances and the characters so I felt that was a little. And it didn't need to to be too dark. It didn't need to go like, but it just felt like it got really fantastical at the end. Okay. So anyway, I'll try to keep it brief. I guess that's it. So I, I would recommend seeing it. I, I had a good time seeing it for sure. I think those are good. Those two directors are really good. I think everybody in it is very good. And it's got uh, it's got a, a kind of a life to it that's cool, kind of like Focus did too. It kind of has yeah. this energy to it. It just takes longer to get there. Yeah. Didn't know what it was doing at first, and it I, was. Kinda... I think you should see it probably for Alfred Molina alone. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you there. Really? I actually hated Alfred Molina. Okay. I, I, I didn't like, like that he was in it. He was entertaining, but <laughs> he was he was distracting. Okay. I thought. And and anyway, uh, I think every, everyone is pretty good though. Overall, never mind. Tim. Okay, Tim, what do you think? On to you. Um, it, uh, yeah, it's it's been a couple weeks since I saw it, so um, could try to. I'll be quick here. Okay. Focus, I, I feel the same way about this one as I did about Focus. Um, I liked them. I didn't love either one of them, but I liked them a lot. And the reason I like them is because you don't get a lot of movies that aren't Oscar movies that are aimed at adults anymore. Um, they are kind of like B-level, like here's just kind of a good movie for adults to watch. Um, they used to make them a lot more. Like I always think of like <laughs> like Primary Colors is one I think of, or like uh, Working Girl, like stuff like that. Um, that's kind of the movie, like I would, com- those are the kind of the type of movie I would compare it to. And you don't get a lot of that anymore. So that's part of the reason I liked it. Um, I I think I liked the the end a little more than Nick did. Maybe not the end, but we'll have to get into the spoilers as to where yeah. we might differ. I liked the entire second act of the movie I sat there going, I don't know if a relationship drama should be put in the same movie as a war <laughs> like it like a war movie i don't think these two genres mesh real well i appreciate that it was trying it but it all of her personal stuff felt so secondary to like the actual terrible things that she was covering and that she was and then it kind of at the end i'm glad i sat and watched it all because at the end it kind of calls her out for that and then there's the last couple scenes where i just kind of went oh, okay so um but the scene with the uh soldier is the one i'm talking about specifically yeah. i liked that scene a lot yeah um and i i thought that's where the movie should have ended um but anything after that i just kind of went eh, okay because i think there's a couple scenes after that yeah um so overall yeah i thought it moved a little bit there were certain things i thought it moved a little bit quick through um i thought there could have been but i didn't really want too much more time spent on her relationship yeah. stuff um I, I actually want a little bit more of billy bob and her um, yeah. I thought that was. Oh, man. I thought that was. I Billy thought Bob was, was great. Yes. I thought those two together were some of the best stuff of the movie. I kind of wish the movie was just about that. Uh, yeah. So, um, I liked it. it. It was funny. It's smart. Um, but I think the other thing is we have watched recently movies that try to mix 
genres together and this is another one in the line of those and i don't necessarily think it's completely successful for me but i liked it okay yeah um i didn't walk away loving the movie but i did enjoy it i think it was worth going to see as as both you said um but i do kind of feel that it doesn't like for the fact that they did hollywoodize a few moments of the movie as nick said i'm surprised that they didn't do that more to make it a story that to to try and and give it that main thrust that it seems to be missing because it seems to be juggling a lot of different things at once um it's i think the movie has a lot of interesting topics inside of it i just don't know if it really is a home run on any one of those single topics but um yeah i don't know if there's too much more that i can say that hasn't already been said about the movie but I think it's good. I think it's worth going to see. Um, real quick before we delve into the spoilery, yeah, for four movies, um, <laughs> Zootopia did manage to unseat Deadpool, okay, from its throne. Okay, Deadpool is now also the biggest Fox movie that hasn't been directed by either George Lucas or James Cameron. Okay, it's funny that that's like a category. Yeah. <laughs> It's also the highest grossing movie of the year so far, which we're yeah. not far into, but that's still... That's still pretty yeah. pretty interesting. For a rated R movie. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, I don't know. Shall we go on to Spoiler Terry? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. All right, Spoiler Terry for Zootopia, Eddie the Eagle, <laughs> London Has Fallen, and Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. And remember the Titans, an executive decision, <laughs> and... Cool yeah. Runnings. Cool Runnings. <laughs> the Like a Prayer video. The Like a Prayer music video. Soldier. Soldier. <laughs> and the future Venom vi- uh, movie from Yes. Yeah, from we've Sony. seen it already. Yep. And we'll Wayne's be right World back. 3. Yeah, that too. Wayne's Leisure World. Be right back. Here we are in Spoiler Chain for Wayne's Leisure World. <laughs> I still haven't read the script yet, so I don't know. Oh, yeah, I gotta check it out. All right. <laughs> Remember Leisure Suit Larry? They oh, my remember, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what that always reminds me of. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Wayne's Leisure Suit? Um, so, who wants to go first? I We, we should probably talk about the... Whiskey Tango Fox okay. thing real quick. So Nick, you were saying you didn't really like the ending. It's not that you hated the <clears throat> like the like the actual shot of her as the anchor and No, him. I loved that. Yeah. I liked I liked I was like I feel like we didn't talk about Martin Freeman enough. First yeah, of all. he's really or good. Or at all. Yeah. Martin Martin Freeman's fantastic. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah, he breathes some life into the movie when it's necessary, I think. Yeah. I was kinda like, all right. And he, then he he, he plays this home. he like stretches He's still Martin Freeman at his core, yeah. but he kind of stretches it into kind of a skeevy yeah. Like, yeah. womanizer. Sleazy, sleazy Scottish Martin it's Freeman. It's really impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I liked him a lot. But yeah. then he reverts back into Martin Freeman, and yes. you're like, yeah. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> There's our guy. It's, it's kind of a bummer because, gosh, there are so many, like, a Tina Fey, Billy Bob movie, like, just focusing on those two characters would have been fantastic. A yeah. Tina Fey, Martin Freeman movie, just focusing on those two characters would have been amazing, but it's just, there's so much going on, yeah. and I don't think it... Um, necessarily so uh, so what did you mean nick when you when you said you didn't necessarily like the the ending if if that wasn't the scene that you were talking about you um, didn't you didn't all right so yeah. the best way to to 
to express it is but what the author herself um who's <laughs> her her name is Kim Barker. In the movie, it's cleverly changed to Kim Baker. <laughs> so, you know, to protect the identity, I guess, or something. I don't know. Why bother? Barker Any- just doesn't fall anyway. off the tongue. That was, yeah. a, that was one of the notes on the script. It would just make people think of Clive Barker. We can't have that. <laughs> she said something to the effect of, and I don't want to try to quote it directly because I'll get it wrong, but she basically said she wanted the, the movie to be more... Um, I think it was she wanted the movie or the book was something to be more about what was going on over there and less eat, pray, love. I thought the movie was full tilt eat, pray, love. Yeah. From my understanding of what eat, pray, love is about because <laughs> I haven't seen it or if it's a book, I haven't read it. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> it is both. I'm doing this review as Ron Swanson. <laughs> Apparently. Um, so I, as I was watching the movie, I was like, you know what? This is, this is, <laughs> might as well be called Whiskey Tango Foxtrot mediocrity the silent killer because like the whole movie is just about like oh she went over there not to because her life was boring and she didn't want to be boring and so she went and found herself in in this bizarre fan world of you know wartime journalism and i liked the kind of hurt locker angle of it's kind of an addiction and people get addicted to this lifestyle until it ends up either killing them or they're you know whatever broken person they come out the other end and i liked the part of like towards the end of the movie when she says to martin freeman this isn't normal you know that right like this is not a normal life but there are so many careers and pursuits like that that people live their lives by what's not considered normal that i was kind of like well you know what do you care like maybe you need people to do those jobs it's not a vacation you don't get to go over there for like two three years or whatever and then be like well that was fun back into i mean you get i guess you can do that but it just felt like a really misguided message to send like this woman went and found herself and talked a little bit about the war over there while she was at it and made some wacky friends at the the nightly raves in the middle of this demilitarized zone or whatever it was very strange like the whole vibe of the movie was really weird so i didn't like that that's kind of what it was about was just like the one uh character and i forgot her name who says that is the most like American white lady story I've ever heard. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that's what this movie is. <laughs> and that's okay. It was fun. But I, I think uh, it's kind of a, a missed opportunity to say something a little bit more, maybe. Yeah. And maybe we don't need that. Maybe we just needed a good story. But the scene uh, that Tim said he liked with the soldier, I liked it up until the part where he was like, absolved her of any sort of guilt. Yeah, for... I guess I... Yeah. <clears throat> and I was like, man, so literally she's just going to walk away from this whole experience like, back to America... And just not even, like, feel bad about anything she did that was wrong or, or how people that she may have incidentally hurt. Like, that was a big deal, I thought. When that when when uh, Margot Robbie dropped that bomb on her, like, that that happened, I was like, oh, like, that's huge. Like, shouldn't you have known better as a journalist than to say what you said to, like, get this guy, you know, to start this whole chain of events that ended up in this, like, tragic circumstance? And I began thinking, like, man, that's a that's a really big deal. And then she shows up to, like, make amends, and he's just kind of like, you're good. Well, and then she just leaves, think, like, looking... I think that's kind of, like, that, to me, her circumstance, like, it, that revelation comes out when, when you find out that Margot Robbie basically called in a meeting with the Taliban in order to up her contract that was sure. about to be made. Like, per, like, made strictly for personal gain, not to mention it's, like... The level of danger there is so much more than just the idea that what somebody said got them transferred to a different unit. Mm-hmm. And if he didn't get transferred there, then it wouldn't have happened. Like, then his tragedy wouldn't have happened. Like, it's not... 
I don't. That's. I don't think they're directly proportional evils that happened there. Like Margot Robbie's call on that to be like, I'm going to have this guy use his ties so that I can maybe talk to the Taliban, and then use the fact that he was blown up by a U.S. drone to my advantage mm-hmm. is brazenly stupid and completely negligent of any kind of sensibility that should be used in that kind of situation. Sure. Whereas Tina Fey's was just like this, the comment that this man made is really effective in the sense that this war is maybe even forgotten by the people who are fighting it. Sure. True. And that inadvertently caused him to be disciplined or transferred away. And then it happened that like it. Well, yeah. And I agree. Obviously I don't think comparing the two is really fair though. I just, yeah. I didn't, I wasn't particularly satisfied with the fact that he just kind of it's good that he forgave her, but then the the vibe immediately after was like, Let's have dinner, look at my happy family, drive home in the sunset and like everything yeah. feels better now. And I was like, That's kind of a like I, I wanted a little more like realization of like I think I think what I, what what happened. I you know? took it I read it a little I guess a little differently is that I read it as the movie and I guess the guy a little bit calling her out for her self self absorption too. He's like, you don't, you're not that important. Yeah, like, I, like you did your job. Oh, I yeah. did my job. And he did like, straight up say that he was yeah. like, he said, get over yourself or something yeah, to that and effect. I, that's where I thought, oh, end it there. But yeah, maybe if maybe where he's all they're all chummy and stuff. But that's kind of where I. That's the reason I like the scene so much. It's because it kind of called her called him called her out for her American white lady story. Yeah, it's kind of like, come on now, um, like my legs are gone. So it's yeah. not your fault. It's nobody's fault. I mean, it's the bomb. It's, fault. Yeah, it's nobody's <laughs> fault other than the other the person who was on the other side of yep. that bomb. Like yep. that to me. And I think maybe you would have been more satisfied, Nick, if we would have gotten more follow up on Margot Robbie. Well, I don't. But I don't think you know Tina Fey's character should have been like beating herself up about her. I didn't. I don't want to see her like suffering for it. But I think that the movie had. Just pinning the whole idea of like unethical wartime journalism on one character when they all do it felt a little ridiculous. Yeah, that's like the fair. scene the scene during the shootout when she grabs the camera and jumps out of the jeep and is like chasing soldiers. I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, this is outrageous, yeah. and 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 this kind of thing in real life would never fly. Like that, you're putting those people's lives in danger. Like those soldiers could be killed because you're in their way. You're interfering with their with their uh with their movements and all that like you're you're literally an obstacle and yeah. uh, and then when they're all like yeah good job like, yeah ooh, i was like when billy billy bob is yeah specifically when he like pats her on the back for it yeah i was, I was like, like this what? is really confusing because yeah. i don't think any soldiers in real life would be happy with this scenario no <laughs> so things like that i uh, glorifying one character's efforts and then demonizing the other one for doing in my eye pretty, pretty much the same thing felt uh a little unfair that's fair so that's all all right. And it's not. It's no ill will towards uh, towards her character or anything. She was a really good character. She had a lot of. It's nice that she had like the integrity she had, and she took the time to get to know the people and try to do things the right way, the moral way. But you know, whatever. All right. I think that's it for okay. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Uh, Gerard Butler doesn't try to do things the moral way. <laughs> <laughs> he does things. Says, his where's way. the face? <laughs> How do I stab it? Oh, real quick. In uh, in Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, Sergeant Hurd was a great character, yeah. and I wanted more of him. He was the guy who looked a, um, a little bit like Ernie Hudson, and he oh, was yeah, yeah, so yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And he was only in the movie for like six minutes, and I was like, <laughs> oh, man, I wanted way more of him. 
Anyway, he's pretty good. <laughs> he was hilarious. There were some very good side characters in that. Yeah, movie. yeah, and that was refreshing. And I'm it's really written I'm, by the guy who wrote Thirty Rock with Tina Fey, Robert Carlock. Okay, so uh, that's it makes so, sense. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad you said what you said again about movies for adults that aren't just aimed at uh, for Oscar. Because yeah. I was trying to remember, I was describing that to Kim, and I was trying to remember what movie you initially brought it up at. It must have been Focus. Yeah. It was Focus. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was thinking the same thing about another movie that we saw not too long ago, and I, th- I had the same thought. And I was like, you know, I've been thinking this for years, and Tim was the one to articulate it perfectly, that those kind of movies are just so refreshing to see yeah. again. And you're right. Same with this one. It's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back this, to Gerard. This is, this is not really a movie for... Oh, it's, it's a movie for... Hey, technically. It's not... Gonna be nominated for an Oscar. No, <laughs> and I don't necessarily. It's not aimed at grown adult. It's aimed at like me. <laughs> yeah, me. <laughs> now you know. I, there's not a whole lot to talk about in spoilers. I know Tim. You definitely want to get get your bit out about this this lovely joke that Gerard drops at oh, one point. Oh in the no! Movie. Well, the joke. I mean, this is a this is more offensive than the first one. Um, it's more mean spirited too, and it's weird. Yeah, uh, he doesn't stab as many people in the head in this he one. He doesn't, which. The joke I was thinking of, I don't think, is the joke that you... Hold on a second. Because the joke I was thinking of has to do with the stabbing. So he he drills the guy with a two-by-four on a motorcycle. Yes. And the guy's suffocating. And it's kind of horrifying. Like, the guy's just, like, breathing. He's like... (gasps) Yeah, he uh, can't breathe. Yeah. Yeah. And Aaron Eckhart goes, oh, I thought you... Like, they're sitting there. They're, like, going back and forth, making, like, light jabs about this guy. As this man's going... (laughs) 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 And Aaron Eckhart is... um, I've never seen a man su- suffocate before. Yeah, he's kind of freaked out by it. And Gerard yeah. Butler goes, well, I didn't have my knife. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about the, the homosexual joke. Yeah, there's a, there's a gay joke in the middle of this movie that's so weird. Because it comes out of nowhere. There's no reason Yeah, and it's it. not even that. It's not really that funny. It's just so funny in a, um, like, what? Like, why did you make that joke? Yeah. So, um... Gerard Butler is about to, he's in a fight and he's about to die and Aaron Eckhart kicks open the uh, the door and he shoots the guy to stop Gerard Butler saves him saves him and Gerard Butler turns around and goes I was wondering when you were going to come out of the closet <laughs> 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 and oh, I lost man. it I like I, why, does, what? why does he say that <laughs> yeah there's never there's never any reason to think anything about it no oh. well I do that they do jog together that's like the kind of that. that's a that they put the riff track in the movie <laughs> <laughs> no they did their own riff track yeah. <laughs> Um, I love the idea that there were other people in the theater and they're like, man, that one guy really laughed really hard at that joke. <laughs> but it's totally not for the right reason. Like, that joke landed with that guy. <laughs> no. Now, this doesn't... I think the best stabbing of the series thus far, and let's say thus far because I hope we get another one, is the one in the first one he's just out of nowhere for no... Well, he has a reason, but just stabs the guy through the bottom jaw, like through his yeah, jaw. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. While his friend watches. Um, I don't think it's the best death in the movie. No, but it's it's probably it might be the best head stabbing I think in yeah. the, in that movie. Yeah. Now the best stabbing in this movie oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is the one he does a sweet move where he like flips a dude like around and he gets him like a leg lock. Yeah, and he's already shoved his knife in one dude's eye who's laying there dead behind him. So he's got this this guy's neck in his legs, right? Gerard does, and he reaches back, pulls the knife out of the guy's eye, and then stabs that other guy in the chest a thousand <laughs> times, <laughs> like. Like, the, like I literally, I said out loud, I was like, I'm pretty sure he's dead. <laughs> like, you just yeah, you had the time to spit out that entire sentence. Yeah, I he did. Was he was just he was over like, and over again. You got him. Um, wow. Yes, that was fun. I was hoping at some point he would teach um, Aaron Eckhart's character about the the importance of being good with a knife. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was hoping that at some point, he, like, because there's one point where he's like, I ran out of ammo, and he's like, I ran out of ammo. And I'm like, oh my God, he's going to give Eckhart a knife and they're going to stab right. everybody. <laughs> and then he didn't. And I was like, oh man, that was a missed opportunity. <laughs> like, Mr. President, take this knife. Also, there's a machete in this movie because they almost do an insensitive moment where a where, uh, uh, Middle Eastern terrorist is going to cut off somebody's head with a machete because that's. Has yeah, actually... finally, the villain of a piece is Middle Eastern. <laughs> yes, yes. We've reached, we've reached it. Um, so they gonna... do this thing. I'm sorry. I have to no, go ahead. Go ahead. Because I went with Danny and we both laughed hysterically at this because <laughs> it reminded us of Team America. But they do this <laughs> no, thing. No, it's seriously. They kill the terrorist, the main terrorist at the end. He's sitting in his house and they shoot. Morgan Freeman like shoots a missile well, for, at him. No, hold on. Hold on. Okay. First, first, he, first, the terrorist at some one point in the movie calls Morgan Freeman on the phone. <laughs> just rings up the White House and he's like, hey, Morgan Freeman, I want, like, like these are my demands, bitch. And then he hangs up. Who's he's Morgan like, Freeman? Is the he... vice president. He's, yeah. oh, okay. he's like, you won't be able to trace this shit. And he hangs up, right? And then at the end, after the whole the the, the, the everything's been saved, but the, the terrorist gets away. Morgan Freeman just calls him back. <laughs> just, like he literally he goes, oh, "It's the vice president of the United States," and hands it to the terrorist. And he's like, "Hey, what's up?" And he's like, like, he's like, "Look out your window." And go ahead. Oh yeah, look out your window, and then they cut to a shot of him looking up out his window, and the music just goes la 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 la. And then everything explodes in slow mo. <laughs> That's what I can't believe what I just saw. And Morgan Freeman and everybody in like the, in like the the meeting room, like the the situation room, yeah. have the happiest looks on their face. Like <laughs> fucking killed him, killed him. <laughs> it's so sweet. Oh, uh, Robert Forster's in it. Yeah, he's the first one. Jackie yeah. Earl Haley's in this one. For no reason. <laughs> Melissa Leo, Academy Award winning oh, actress, God. Melissa Leo, is in this movie and has one line. Yeah, but. Do you remember her in the first one? She screams she's the whole time. She's absurd in the first one. <laughs> yeah, she's going, don't touch me! The whole time. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. And then Gerard Butler, uh, we've got to bring this part up too. He At the end of the movie, like he's killing the uh, bad guy. Kind of like the the heavy. Um, not the main. But yeah, he's, yeah, He's yeah. killing him, and he gives, like, this impassioned, like, this is why you'll never beat us. Oh, yeah. We're Americans. Like, we will never give up. And, like, he's saying this all the time while he's, like, stabbing this man. And, like, yeah, he's just <laughs> stabbing him. He's like, we're Americans, motherfucker. And he's, with a Scottish accent, mind you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. When him and Aaron Eckhart together, like, it, you can tell every once in a while. It's got, but when him and that other Scottish guy are together for a couple scenes, <laughs> like, it's, like, you can't understand either of them because no. they're both just speaking in things. It, it goes away completely. <laughs> so, another great part, we gotta bring this up, there's a, where the, the best murder in this movie, the best murder of all, not knife, is he is in an SUV and this, <laughs> this guy on a motorcycle jumps in through the yeah. driver's side window of the SUV while it's moving and I don't know what the guy's plan was because he didn't have a gun, I don't think, he was just kind of jumping in there and, so he's dangling out out of the SUV and Gerard like swerves the car into a wall and everything of a, like his whole body gets just scraped off and there's just a head with the helmet laying there and Gerard picks it up says something to it and throws it out the window <laughs> it's so sweet <laughs> This movie's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, Commando is the one we th- both thought yeah. of. Immediately yeah. afterwards. Like, super. Like, did he have any good one-liners in this, though? The first one, he had some really he killer one-liners. He had some really liners. good ones. This one, he calls, he calls, why don't you go back back to fuck-a-stan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I don't give a fuck-a-stan. Isn't yeah, that what it is? Like, like that. that. Yeah. And then, of course, well, the, the gay joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really Man, good. we could not have seen more opposite movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the first one, what's the line? I want to just bring up the first one real quick, because I'll never get to talk about the oh, movie again. Oh, the first again. one, he goes, um... Let's play a game of fuck off. You go, you go first. first. <laughs> oh, oh my god, it's so good. That reminds me of um, uh, lockout. That sounds like a yeah. lockout. Lock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like lockout is full. Totally of that not shit. that far off. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
Can we see a lockout and a lockout has fallen? Holy <laughs> shit. No, because John Carpenter has sued that movie in the blo- That's oblivion. That's true. Right? Did he? Oh, yeah. That's too bad. <laughs> And then he, what was his response about like about getting them like he made money like off that lawsuit? And I think his wasn't his response just like like yeah somebody said I could sue him and I did, yeah, no, I did. so I did and I got money. That's America right there. <laughs> That's what Gerard Butler's defending. I have two questions. Uh, yeah. Does the giant Ferris wheel explode? No, I think it. It does not. Yeah. Most of London's landmarks. Uh, Big Ben blows up. Big Ben blows up. Um, <laughs> Ben, Big Ben's usually spared, so he's due. Alternate title for this movie, Big Ben Blows Up. Um, I don't... What else? It's on the Denny's menu. Any other major landmarks? <laughs> See, I don't... I'll be honest. I'm not landmark no, conscious. I know that like, Didn't they blow... The Parliament. There was an explosion. Yeah, they somewhere. blow up some of Parliament. Yeah. So they it. show the Ferris wheel, the big wheel, but nothing. Yeah, no blowing it up. And neither does that kind of egg thing. The egg uh, building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of I think thing. budget cuts, maybe. <laughs> Uh, and what's Ferris what's ne- what will fall next? Is it America has fallen? Oh, Willie Willie will said earlier or he Earth wants, has wants Earth has fallen. He wants planet, planet has, has fallen. fallen. Yeah. Really, really, it, sh- it should be. Earth. I was thinking we should write this because it should be Earth has fallen. And I, I like it's got to be. He just need Gerard needs his outfit from like gamer, and he needs yeah. to be like have a jetpack on, and he's just flying through space like stabbing aliens. Yeah, in the but face. I think he should have one of those baby Bjorns. And have Aaron Eckhart strapped to his back. <laughs> and he's flying around, and Aaron Eckhart. We got this, Mr. President. <laughs> Are they just going to turn into the ambiguously gay duo? Yeah. I was wondering when you were going to take me from behind. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look, Aaron Eckhart's wife in the first one, spoiler alert, dies tragically. Okay, Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd, yeah. And then he never says like in this one. I expect maybe he's like he's like out seeing like maybe there's a moment where Gerard Butler's talking about his single life. You know what I mean? Because it's been a few years since the first one. They can talk about this now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean they'd be talking about that. They don't do that. No, they mostly just jog together. (laughs) So yeah, maybe he's not ready to move on. His kids moved away. Yeah, Gerard seems uninterested in his pregnant wife for the most part. Right? (laughs) (laughs) She's not the mission. Yeah, and at the end when he can't quit, he decides I'm not I'm not quitting. Yeah, I'm not like because he's gonna put in his resignation. He thinks about it pretty much the whole movie, and then he's like, I'm not doing they, it. He del- hits the the magic delete button. I wanted the the Ben Urich daredevil. Yes, delete button. yes. <laughs> the, the delete button that erases everything you wrote, which does ne- does not and has never existed in the history of computers. It's honestly, it's the worst idea. Um, it's the idea no one had because it's so bad. Um, but anyway, he, he deletes it. And I like to think that maybe it has something to do with with he's not yeah, he's not done with with President Eckhart yet. No. no. Well, beautiful. I'm really glad we told our spoilers first because <laughs> there was going to be no following that. No bonanza. Yeah, there's. I don't think there's anything from Zootopia that would be worth giving away. Yeah, I don't want to hear too much. I'll be honest, just because yeah. I do. I really do. Not that I don't want to see Whiskey Tango, but I did forget to say J.K. Simmons is in Zootopia and he's nice. fantastic oh, as awesome. well. What's he play? He is the mayor. He's Mayor Lionheart. He's a lion, He's a lion. and cool. it's great. Um, Any um, Remember the Titans spoilers you want to talk about? No. Okay. No, I don't know. Everybody's great. Who's your favorite Everybody. character? He's up awesome. My favorite? Yeah, who's your favorite? Oh. On the team? Probably Rev. Yeah. I don't know. Rev's pretty Rev's great. Rev's pretty awesome. Yeah. Donald Faison. Donald Faison's Donald also Faison. fantastic. Yep. yep. Um, I have a question. Have yeah. you seen We Are Marshall? No. Oh. Beautiful film. It's Remember the Titans. Yeah. But white. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful film, though. It's, well, yeah, because it's Remember the Titans, but white. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew Fox is like, it's like stellar in that, that movie. And he, 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 Matthew Fox and Matthew McConaughey are both really yeah. good. But Maybe it's, Matthew Fox is stellar 
It's because I think I've seen him in Stellar. Like I like him in Speed Racer. I like him in Bone. Yeah, he's good. I like he just doesn't do much. Yeah, but yeah. Matthew McConaughey is Interstellar. <laughs> I love that joke. Podcast closed. <laughs> he is contact also. Remember the Titans of We Are Marshall? I like those two Nickelback songs. You can lay them on top of each other. They overlap like nine. Were they were they twin movies too? Like no no no. no. Like one came. That's what's even more confusing. It came out like seven or eight years later. Okay. Titans was like oh one. I Titans think. was two thousand. Two thousand and then yeah, the other one was like two thousand seven or two thousand eight. Yeah okay. yeah. Okay. They're both good movies and they're different enough. But when you're you're kind of like, mm. but they're the same. Yeah, beautiful kinda, Ian McShane performance in We Are Marshall as well. Yep. By the way, yeah. as always, he's also really good. Yeah, Matthew Fox was awesome in uh, um, Bone Tomahawk. Yeah. He's like the best of the four, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're certainly uh, the most interesting. Yeah. Remember the Titans just made me angry that people were that openly racist once, and then I just remembered that <laughs> people are now just still that racist. They're just quiet about it. Yeah. And it just it was infuriating. Not but that long ago, either. Is that progress, really? though? Well, yeah, but now, no. no, it's not progress. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> in some ways, it's worse. It's, it yeah, is, right? It's, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to figure out if that's better or worse. It's not. I don't know. Yeah. It's the same, if not worse. But yeah, yeah. Uh, right now, the land before time is in my mailbox because I've never knowingly watched it. So why is it in your why mailbox? Because it just arrived from Amazon. Oh, I, I thought you were still doing like, like Netflix, Netflix by mail. Yeah, no, that, no, no, no. You like, seem more technologically inclined. I never had Netflix by mail. No, because I bought it from. From uh, Amazon while standing in a Best Buy. <laughs> You've never seen Land Before Time. Yeah, not, that I, story. not that I remember, <laughs> but I think it's going to be a situation a lot like Remember the Titans, where I get 20 minutes into it and I've, I've seen this before. That's so. the first movie I ever saw in theaters. Ever. Really? Yep. That was the first movie I ever remember saw in the theaters. Titans? No, no, no. Oh, Land Before Time. No, okay. I, I saw movies before that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Land Before Time was the I first bet. one. I'm catching up. Yeah. It's, um, it's wonderful. I'm excited. And I remember going to a Pizza Hut after it came out. Pizza Hut had a promotional thing with it. And we went out, this was back when Pizza had like a sit-down, like, like, you still can, but this is back when it was like a restaurant almost. Yeah. The buffet and, and all yeah. that yeah, stuff. Yeah, the full, it was like a, like a dining experience. Mm-hmm. And I went with the, with, with the fam, and actually, my brother wasn't even born yet. And I remember uh, they had a like, Land Before Time tie-in, and I got this badass fucking stuffed Littlefoot that yeah. I, I had for years, and it was That's the awesome. best. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. I could be misremembering all of this. I know I had a stuffed no, little foot. Uh, yeah. I think it was Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. Sure. Yeah, it was Pizza Hut because I think I had one too. Thank you. So, yeah. Thank awesome. You. All right. Well, uh, I'll report back on that later. I also ordered the uh, 3D version of Wreck-It Ralph because Nicole has never seen it. We're going to watch that. Beautiful. Good. Um, What's on the docket next week? Next week, I think, if there are no oh, oppositions. There's a scene in Eddie the Eagle where Hugh Jackman uh, air humps Bo Derek. <laughs> like, he like... Oh, that's there. great. So I'll go see that in the theater. <laughs> Is he wearing shorts from... Can you just find the gif of it that's out there? It'll be on soon. Like, once it comes out on video, <laughs> we'll get it out there. As, that was the spoiler I wanted to throw out. Okay. Is it on Hugh's Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sorry. you guys remember that time that I air humped Bo Derek? That's good. That was a... <laughs> I tried to do Australian, and then I forgot what Australian sounded like. You did so. a Gerard Butler American. Uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> Tim made a new noise. I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That was like a Police Academy guy sound. Oh, Michael Winslow? Yeah. That was pretty good. 
<laughs> Next week, yeah. uh, I think if there are no opposing votes, we may go see 10 Cloverfield Lane. Is that all night next week? Yep. That's right. the one. It's either that or the Brothers Grimsby, the latest uh, Sasha Baron Cohen flick. The other one that's out that I'm kind of interested in is that, um, well, there's an Alan uh, Rickman movie coming out with Aaron Paul and and Helen Mirren, no, uh, called Eye in the Sky with our, our buddy, Barkhad Abdi. Barkhad, <laughs> oh, I am the captain now, Abdi. Nice. Yes. Um, but then there's also a movie starring Sally Field and Max Greenfield directed by uh, Michael Showalter that's going to be at the Maple. It seems like it's about Sally Field and Max Greenfield falling in love, maybe. I don't know. Sounds about two right. fields. Between two fields. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Max Greenfield? The Schmidt. Schmidt from, from New Girl. Yeah, got it. So, uh, Iron Fist. One guy was championing as Iron Fist on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate curveball. Iron Fist is Jewish. <laughs> Not just white. Oh, my God. Anyway, feedback at MidwestFilmBest.com. Well, I, I have to get this on air so we don't forget. Alex had had a great Alex line at... um. Oh, what movie were we talking about? Whiskey Tango. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, I was asking before the movie started. Uh, he was talking about how Zootopia and how it was good, and then he also mentioned watching Remember the Titans. And I said, "Did you cry at that?" Because he said he had cried at Zootopia, and he said, and "This is his quote." He said, "No, Zootopia was the only movie I cried at yesterday." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I said there was only one movie I cried at yesterday, and it was Zootopia. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's how I said it. But it was good. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com, <laughs> where you can write to us, let us know what you think of the show, the things that we talk about. We are at MFN Podcast on Instagram and Twitter uh, and Facebook and Vine and all, you know, whatever that. Search for Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on the internet. We're Find all, all of over. our stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I started a new thing. I almost forgot. David Steele, I get to call you out for, for knowing the Tron frame that I put oh, up, the yeah. Tron Legacy. But I'm doing a thing called Frame Friday, uh, where... I post a frame from a movie on Friday, and whoever says it first, we call. We get to give him a shout out on the uh, on the thing. So look forward to hearing David Steele's name every week. <laughs> but other than that, uh, follow that's on Facebook and on Instagram. So check that out. Uh, Amazon dot Midwest Podcast Network dot com and store dot Midwest Podcast Network store dot Midwest Podcast Network dot com are the two places that you can go. And support us in some fashion. Just spend money at those places. And some of it might find its way back to us. And we can make a show and network even better. That's about it. Kyle XY, go watch a movie.